Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All right, joining us right now on the Ben and Skin Show, absolute baseball royalty, DFW royalty, GOAT royalty, the one and only Adrian Beltre. Adrian, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great. How are you guys? Man, we're doing really well. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us. Obviously, big weekend for you. The Rangers honoring you uh, tomorrow night out at Globe Life Park. And would love to jump in here and have a quick conversation with you and just find out a little bit about what you've been up to. How have you been spending your time uh, since you've been away from baseball here for a little bit? I'll be, I've been spending your time driving the kids around to school and activities. It's been kind of busy. Uh, and finding a way how to learn how to be home every day. Find a way how to not be in my way with my wife. Get it, <laughs> get it all mad all the time. So, well, What does that feel like for you, A.B.? It feels great. Absolutely, it feels great. Uh, I didn't even thought that I was going to have more free time. Because obviously I don't have a job anymore. <laughs> but it uh, comes to, I uh, find out that you know it's not, it's not that much time in the 24 hour, with the kids uh, being around and uh, just uh, being a, trying to be a family man. And so now that you've been around uh, carpool lines and youth sports and being around the kids all the time, are you announcing you're coming back to the Rangers? <laughs> not quite yet. <laughs> <laughs> be a big announce before the time tomorrow yes of course of course well hey we're, we're happy for you you deserve this time with your family you've earned it and you obviously worked hard to, to get to this point and what an incredible career that you had and we're certainly honored that we got to watch so much of it uh here in texas i know rangers fans are and i want to talk uh, about a couple things now i know you're not the type of guy who likes to talk about yourself so we figured we could get you to talk about some of your your teammates and I'd love to get your thoughts on Michael Young. Uh, Michael gave us some dirt on you, and so before, <laughs> before, right. yeah, before we get to that dirt, uh, we want to know what dirt do you have on Michael Young that we should get out there. Uh, I can't say until I know exactly what kind of dirt he has. <laughs> All right, I'm bluffing. I don't have anything, <laughs> but I was told that'd be a good way to get you to start taking some shots at Michael. <laughs> uh, I don't think many people had dirt on Michael. Michael is pretty much, you can call it perfect. TV. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that I know for sure is that he doesn't have – he's he's scared of one thing. I think we all know what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. You know, uh, it's funny when uh, Michael decided to leave the game and he would jump on our show, we would ask him questions about watching baseball and he had been watching certain games. I mean, we're early in this thing. We're only a couple months into your retirement, Adrian, but do you watch much baseball or have you completely disconnected? No, I do watch baseball. Uh, I try – to watch as much as I can. I don't sit every day and watch. But if I'm around not doing nothing, I'll watch the game. And obviously my my son like loves the Rangers. So even if I'm outside doing something and come back home and I get home and he's watching the game, so I, I, I stop and watch. And I want to get involved too, be involved too, because I want to be ready for the guys call me for any questions about heating or anything. I'll be able to help them in that area. Yeah, I love that. That's kind of where I wanted to go is how you watch the game. Do you enjoy it as a fan? And I'm also really curious about watching the game with your son. And, and, you know, obviously you're around your son more during baseball season. So are you coaching him? Are you letting him do his own thing? How do you navigate all that, having a son that loves baseball that much? I'm starting to coach him more, but at home. 
Uh, he's actually asked a lot of questions. He's really uh, interested in knowing and learning a lot. Um, he's really smart about baseball. And, uh, you know, when we're watching the game, and sometimes he just asks me questions like, why did that guy do this? Or he should have done that. And, yeah, you're right. You know, he's, uh, he asks a lot of smart questions. But at the same time, I, as of right now, I haven't really fully coached him because I want him to get his own identity and find, figure things out on his own right now. He's, he's barely 12. Once he gets to 13 to 14, then I start getting more involved in that area. Yeah, I love that. We've talked to you about youth baseball over the years, and you told us that early on that, hey, you give him a glove and you point to the field, and that's about it. And that's hmm. that's. Real, I think I needed to hear that. A lot of youth sports parents need to hear that. You're like, wait a second, Adrian Beltre's not out there hitting his kid fungos at 5 a.m. and drilling <laughs> line drives at him, and you're just letting him be a kid and enjoy the game. Why is that important? It's important because you wanna you, you wanna kind of learn the stuff on your own. You don't have to tell him exactly everything. Once he kind of gets his own identity, I can kind of navigate and tell him, okay, yeah, you're doing this way, but you need to fix this area. But I, and I do watch, pitch, uh, you know, throw the uh, BP to him, and we play catch and lunt us and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But I just don't get too involved in the game area. We're talking to the mighty Adrian Beltre here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. You know, watching his fans, uh, you obviously had a special relationship with all your teammates, but the uh, Adrian Beltre, Elvis Andrews dynamic was very, very cool and very fun to watch. Uh, is that... Is that along the lines of something that you miss the most, or is it too new in this? What is your dynamic with Elvis these days? It's still good. You know, I, I'm going to miss the guy. I used to love playing next to him. Not because the uh, how good he was defensively, but the, the way we played the game together, which is we just kind of complement each other. And uh, not because I'm not here every day. Our friendship is going to stop. You know, we, we constantly talk. You know, when you have any problem, he calls me. He just got hurt at David Hampson, which is my expertise. <laughs> and he reached out and we talked I gave him an idea of what to do and how to you know how to kind of go about it and uh, you know it's not going to stop you know I love Elvis he's like my little brother and I don't think that's going to change man I, the thing I loved about watching you guys play together is the joy you had for for playing the game and so many of us grow up playing wiffle ball or baseball and we have so much fun and we see you out there you're on our baseball cards and then we watch you play and for so many guys, since it's a business, they're not able to enjoy themselves for whatever reason. Why was it important for you, and why do you think it is for Elvis that you guys did enjoy yourself so much playing or appeared to? Well, I, I, I love the game to begin with, and uh, something that I grew up loving and something that I grew up playing, obviously, that I love the game. It became my job later on because, obviously, you know, you play in the big league, it's a job. But in the beginning, it wasn't the same because I did not know how to act on the baseball field. Hmm. Once you understand that, you know, you can do stuff your own way, have fun without uh, disrespecting anybody. Uh, once I find, figure that out, I actually start playing better because I, don't, I wasn't so serious about everything. And uh, if you enjoy what you do, I think that you're going to do better because you're not going to be uptight and trying to do things as a job if not just as a game. The baseball is a game that we all love to do, but... If you take it as a job, my, you might take it a little different. As you look back and think about the, you know, the memories of your career, when did you figure that out? What season was it? Where, where was the sort of the moment where it clicked and you realized, hey, I can just uh, kind of be me and not worry about all this other stuff? I realized a little later in my career when, you know, in my time, not these days, when I came up in the big leagues, you know, as a rookie, you couldn't say anything because the veteran guy didn't like it. Mm. 
And I was the kind of guy that was really just really trying to respect everybody. And I would say anything to anybody. I was in the corner for about four years. Hmm. Uh, one, I realized that, you know what, uh, I'm a veteran. I don't think people will get mad at me if I, if I beat myself. Uh, once I moved to Seattle, and uh, um, I started kind of getting more involved in being a, a, a leader, and I started kind of seeing the good and the bad about baseball. You know, I had some bad years. My first year in Seattle was probably my worst year in the big leagues. After that, I started understanding, you know what, this is the game, I need to enjoy it. So that's when I kind of started kind of enjoying more of the game. But, you know, even though when I was in Seattle, it was tough to do it because we were losing. But once we were winning, we started doing more and doing more. And then when I kept Texas, obviously it was easier because we have a winning season almost every year here. And it was better. It was easier to be myself. Man, we uh, we so enjoyed covering your career and, and getting to know you over the years. And I, I always had a tremendous amount of respect for the way you handled the media. You were always very kind and polite. But it was it was hard to get close to you. And I remember one year I was like, okay, spring training, I'm going to go up. I don't know if you remember this again. I was like, I'm going to go up to Adrian Beltre and introduce myself and say, hey, this is my name, and I'm going to try to create a relationship with him. And I remember I walked up to you and said, hey, I'm Ben Rogers. And you looked at me like, okay, very nice to meet you. And you were very polite. You were very polite. And it was, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to walk over here now and leave. And I just was curious, what, what was your overall approach with media? The media uh – as you can tell, my English is not is not too good. Um, oh, it's better than you think. Yeah, it, it is. It is man. better than you think. It's, yeah, it's it's just fine. But I just like when I I came up with the Dodgers, which is the high market, and the media used to create a lot of things that was they were not there, mm-hmm. and they used to kind of change your the kind of what are you saying, and trying to put it in a negative way. So and I saw it happen to veteran guys when I was playing in L.A. So I kind of thought, you know what? I just let my body my plane, in my plane do the talking for me. I would never mean to the media, but I would not, I would not go out there and try to find an interview or be in the center of anything. I, don't, I just do it all. I don't like attention to myself yeah. whatsoever. I like just to, like, to play the game. And, and if you have to, to speak to the media, I will, pick, speak, I will never say no. But you're not going to see me in my locker waiting for the media to ask me questions. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's you know, like. So you... I respect what you guys do, and I appreciate everything you guys do. But if, he, I, if you ask me, do you want to do an interview or not, I would say no. Why do I want to do an interview? <laughs> yes. It, but it was, it was always with respect, and it was always playful. And it was, I always enjoyed it, you know, every, every aspect of it. Now, you did have a great media relationship with one of our absolute favorites, the great Emily Jones. Oh, that's and not true. I don't, I don't like Emily. Yeah, you do. So, <laughs> so in, what, in, in your opinion, what, what makes Emily Jones so special in your eyes? It's difficult to explain, but uh, I'll try. Um, sometimes when you – you have to be careful as a baseball player or anything that you talk to the media because one is out, is out. So for a guy like me that, you know, trying to – is my second language is English. If you say something wrong – People probably not, might, might not take it like I try to say a different way. It's already out there. Mm-hmm. So I always try to be careful in that area. With Emily Jones, it was always comfortable because she understood what I was trying to say. Uh, she was really flexible when I said, hey, listen, I'm sorry, I didn't, try, I didn't mean to say that. I said, I understand, let's do it again. So she always created this atmosphere where you felt like you were talking to just any, any other friend. Because she always made it easy, and she mm-hmm. understand one when to ask you for an interview and why the interview was. So 
So it just felt like a friendship more than actually a person that was trying to do interview and the work in the media uh, of the Rangers. So she always made it so easy, and only with me, with everybody. Yeah. Uh, Emily, we, we don't see Emily like a, you know, like, like a media part of, of the game. I would say Emily is just like a one of us in the clubhouse because she's so friendly, she's so helpful, and she's so respectful. And we always try not to f- cross that line, which, you know, is respect with the fr- friendship. But she's just, she's just great. We're talking to Adrian Beltre here on the Ben and Skin Show, 105.3 The Fan. When you've had a career like yours, it's hard to go, hey, this was my favorite moment. But when someone does ask you that, what were some of the moments that really stood out to you from your time with the Rangers, some of the first things you think about as some of the greatest moments for you? Uh, it turns out first one to me, I, I, I can't say first, second, or third, but one of them is my first year when we, when we made it to the World Series. Yeah, it was a heartbreaking at the end. But to get there, it was such a nice journey. And the team we had is such a good team. Uh, that was stand out right away for me. Because the only time that I've been in the, in the World Series. Uh, the, one of the other ones is obviously the 3,000 hit. Uh, that week before the 3,000 week, it was, it was something special. Just the way the media was, you know, into it. And the fans were into it, coming to the ballpark and supporting the whole thing. And uh, when it actually happened... See my family on the field, and see my kids run on the field, and come and hug me, and and, and tell me all the wonderful things they said. It just, it was just wonderful. Uh, but I, yeah, I, mean, I can pick, I can pick 25 moments with the Rangers that I spend that I completely love. But you know, I I don't think we have enough time. Well, you're a you're a no-brainer Hall of Famer. You could make the case that you're the greatest third baseman to ever play the game of baseball. You're in that discussion. And one of my favorite things about your career is just uh, this: some of the details, like you, uh, the, the the legend of playing third base in Major League Baseball without wearing a protective cup. <laughs> which, and so I'm trying to figure out: did that make you better because you were protecting yourself, or like if a young player came to you and said, "Mr. Beltre, I don't think I'm going to wear a cup at third base in the majors," would you advise them to go get a cup? Mm, yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. I, 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 will, I will not tell any any young kid to do that. That was that was not smart on my part. But did it make you better? Uh, but I think you know what I think it did, because if you see, if you go back and watch the way the way I play defense, once the ball was hit hard to to me, my job was to block my area. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. To block my area and block the ball and keep it in front of me. So, and I knew that my protection was my glove. Yeah. So. In a way, it made me aware of, okay, I need to catch this ball. And so, for some reason or another, I think it got me better because I knew that there was no way that I can get that ball, let that ball go by me because it might hit me in my, in my you know, my yeah. special yes. area. Yes. You had some precious cargo you were protecting there, yeah. right, man? I mean, <laughs> come on, man. There's a lot at stake here. What? Uh, how much have you thought about tomorrow? What do you think it's going to be like? What are your thoughts on what's going to go down tomorrow? Uh, I don't know. You know, I, I, I told John Blake to, just to let me know what time I have to be here and what I need to do because I don't want to think about it a lot. I, I, I will, I'm going to try to enjoy the best I can. I don't like attention. To, uh, I, don't wanna, I don't like to be in the center of attention. Right, and, and obviously tomorrow I'm not gonna be away from that. I have to be, <laughs> uh, you know, in center of that. 
but I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to try to enjoy it and see what's going on. I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know if I'm going to cry. I, I, I don't know. But uh, I, I know it's going to be a special day, and I'm going to try my way to enjoy it and, and soak it all in and, and be a pre, a pre, uh, be appreciator of the, uh, the Rangers organization to, for doing that for me. Well, without without trying to get you to give us any dirt, just just getting your honest thoughts. Why why do you think my, Michael Young was such a special teammate? It's because everything that you can ask on a teammate, he has it, or he had it. He's not playing anymore, but he was loyal to the team. He was a great teammate that he didn't just care about himself; he cared about everybody else. Uh, he was a true friend. He was a good player. He has a great attitude. He had a good discipline. He was never late for anything. So he only—he not only led with with his boys, but he led by example. Because the way that you want to play the game, the way you want to be, you, you just have to look at Michael Young. That's it. And that helped me tremendously for me to be able to kind of later on take one of the leadership of the team because I know exactly how Michael Young did it, and I, I just follow. I just follow. I just follow. I just follow him. Well, I, I know that you don't want the spotlight to be on you, and so I imagine you're a hard man to compliment. But on behalf of all Ranger fans, thank you for everything. Thank you for the memories, the good times, the incredible performance. Thank you for the type of person you were on the field and off the field. An absolute honor to have you wear a Texas Rangers uniform, and we're grateful for every minute we got to see watching you play this game. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm grateful for you guys, too. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 